Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to How Goods Footy. A weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. Important sporting. <laughs> important sporting question of all. You're Joel. You're Tom. There's still no Carney. Yeah. Sean is away and we're obviously, as you can tell, really struggling to get through the in- intro. Yeah, Almost it's... couldn't even say intro then. Yeah. What's going on? You called it Importing Sporting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for a store. Uh, welcome to Importing Sporting. We got all your good sports imports. Now, Tom, it feels rude to ask you this question, but... No, no, Dan, allow me, Joel. Joel, how good's footy? It's good. It's real good. My fantasy team is flying. My AFLW team is flying. And trade radio is fucking flying. We started last week. We recorded on the Monday. And we were like, oh, trade radio is getting spicy. By Tuesday, Clayton Oliver was going to every single club <laughs> in the AFL except for Melbourne. That story's died down. And now a new story's taking its place. Tom Hawkins is probably leaving. <laughs> He's not. Both players. It's good. It's good that we've already had a big story every week because... Uh, what happened with Clayton Oliver was so. This Hawker story is going to be so annoying too because it's going to drag out until he signs a new deal, and he won't sign a new deal until I think the draft is done, and they work out what the space is. Yeah, but the moment that it gets close to the end of the trade deal, because no one's going to offer him a deal. No, he's gonna he's doing one extra year. I mean, the only the only club that could probably want him and he would be perfect for would be Melbourne, but he's not going to go to Melbourne. He might. He doesn't want to leave. Where, he has a farm at the back of Geelong. Melbourne's not far from Geelong. You no, but he doesn't. In Geelong. But he doesn't. Yes, but I don't have a farm at the other side of Geelong that I live on. I got some calls to make to trade radio, but I'm but- going to make a big thing here. I I moved to Melbourne during my second year of university because yeah. the commute made me want to die. Yeah, but they I work with so many people that have moved from Melbourne back to Ge- to Geelong for the first time, and I'm like, oh, that commute's great, and I'm like, you're an idiot. Mm. But what if you were getting one million dollars a year? I'm moving home, baby! <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get too much into okay. trade radio, because yes. I've listened to, I would say on average, so today was day six, the day we're recording is day six of trade yes. radio. I would say at this point in time, I've consumed somewhere between, 
like honestly, somewhere between 10 to 12 hours of trade radio. How are you alive? Mm, got a lot of big mega trades in my brain, Tom. <laughs> I love I love that Cooney, that's his job, obviously, mm. is to come in at the start of each day and do a mega trade. Mm-hmm. They're going to run out of mega. Like, this, what, a, this, what a psycho thing. So uh, trade radio goes for 11 hours every day. There is two segments where there will be any type of news, and that's Gettables, which is Kaltumi. Uh, well, that so Gettables, to me, is the only segment of substance. Mm-hmm. Because it's got actual people talking about draft, and, and their their insight into how things work is generally pretty good because they're both it's it's Riley Beveridge and Kaltumi, yep. yeah, both good operators. Mm-hmm. That one is is just they're two guys. That's what trade radio should be. That's what trade radio should be. But instead, it's just lunatic no, central. That is one segment of it. Every other segment is what the fuck you got cooking? Make Hancorns yell. Yeah, so Kane Corn starts the day on Trade Radio. You know what? Maybe is we're it, talking Trade Radio straight off the bat. It's Trade Radio talk now. We've spoken about it too much today. Is it Kingy? Uh, I this is the one I haven't heard that much of because that, this segment goes from seven till nine a.m. Okay. Uh, actually, I can pull up the Trade Radio because is it just the same as their breakfast run, which is David King and and Kane? I don't think so because it's they every day. combined every like it, none of the segments the hosts except for Gettables makes sense. Uh, My favorite one is the one that's Josh Jenkins, a random other player that has no, been both Phil Davis and Jack Zebel. So it's Phil Davis the whole time, except for the two weeks. Uh, there's two days uh, throughout, tr- uh, without, throughout Trade Radio where Phil Davis had a previous engagement. And so, so was Zebel. Zebel is filling in. <laughs> but he's done those two days now. So no, it's just Phil Davis. I think he's just on the one. I feel like Zebel's done two days. Mm. Anyway, anyway, that's a chaotic one because J- Josh Jenkins is a fuckwit. It's Barrett, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's Barrett, Josh Jenkins, and Phil Davis. Jenkins is the one who started the the whole, oh, uh, yeah, uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, Geelong and Hawkins are very far away from a new deal, even though both Hawkins and Chris Scott have been like, yeah, I'll be here next year. The deal will get worked out. Okay, Josh, I- you're just salty that we fired you as our rock coach. <laughs> Uh, I went to look up uh, the trade radio lineup um, and got given the one from 2019, uh, which started the day with Damian Barrett and Matthew Lloyd. It's just random pairings. Anyway, for anyone who listens to How Goods Footy but has no idea what we're talking about, for what used to be five days, then blew out into two weeks, and this year is three weeks. Yeah, it went for all last week. The trade period started... Today. Yes. Free uh, agency and trade period started today. There is an online radio station called AFL Trade Radio. Which is SEN. SEN. Go so it's, it's basically Hutchie's media empire yeah. and the AFL getting a little bit of, little bit of this because Hutchie's, Hutchie's got to pay off all of the debt that he's incurred. Tom, do you know how often ad breaks are? Every five to seven minutes. <laughs> Hutchie's got to pay for that netball team and a basketball team. Yep. And... Man, he wants to he wants to own a footy team so bad. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time someone owned a footy team? Swans, right? When Old Mate owned them. Yeah, probably. Uh not Epstein. No. <laughs> he uh, uh. <laughs> So yeah. It's eleven hours a day, uh, Monday to Friday, and all it is is speculation on who is gonna be moving clubs in the AFLM. Yes. We don't, we don't have the kind of – we have some juicy movement, but it's not like – because on one hand, the AFL's like, we need this wall-to-wall coverage for three weeks. Yeah. But on the other hand, they're also like, oh, 
There's a there's a, a on the last day of trade period, uh, no one can make any trades until two p.m. Yeah. Uh, so trade radio started again. I cannot stress enough. It's eleven hours a day. Started a week before the trade period did. Yep. So that's fifty five hours of content. Yep. Where no trades can happen. Yep. And most of that last week was. Clayton Oliver being traded to every single club. There were so many like phantom, like I got Joel. I saw that story initially and I'm like, oh, I know what this is, right? This is a bit of rumors. They've got nothing else to talk about. Melbourne aren't going to give it oxygen because that would be a psycho, but B it means they can kind of play it cleverly and give Clayton Oliver a bit of a, Hey man, yeah, you want to stay with us. All right. This is look, look, look at this, look at the state of things. So Melbourne were never going to give it any oxygen. Because that would legitimize it. But also because Trade Radio is so psycho, them not saying anything legitimized it. Joel, I got sucked in. I was doing numbers. I was like, man, he'd look real good at Geelong. They're absolutely correct. Well, the thing is, everyone this year is really hungry for pick one. Because well, it, it's, yeah, Harley Reid. Yeah. So all of a sudden you got Clayton Oliver and they're like, well, if a club gets pick one and a player, that, that will be enough. Like, Melbourne will trade Clayton Oliver. And then it was legitimized by... Uh, Clayton Oliver acknowledging it. Oh no, no, his manager I think acknowledged yeah. it. But then it also Melbourne just didn't say a fucking thing about it. But it became, I would say, public knowledge pretty quickly that uh, Clayton Oliver had not been having a good time, having a good time, nor behaving getting, the way he should be, getting anywhere near the professional standards yes, required. Correct. Uh, so putting him out as trade bait was Melbourne being like, look. Hey. We are like if if your attitudes don't change, we will trade you. Yes, and then he like Melbourne are like he's not being traded. So pretty that, much, but they didn't do that till Friday. Yep, they let a whole week of so Gary of Lyon, Gary Lyon ran the club and was like, "Do I want me to put a pin in this?" And uh, Simon Goodwin and I don't know who's David, who's the head of uh, it's oh it's what's her name? Um, oh, I've got completely blank on the president. Uh, Roffy, Chelsea Roffy. Yep, Goodwin and Roffy were like, "No, no, wait." We'll, 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 let, we'll give you some content. You churn this up for us for a little bit. And then on Friday, we'll kill it. And Gary was like, no worries. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Hang, hangs up. Gets on the radio. Clayton Oliver's going to Adelaide. <laughs> Clayton Oliver's going to Geelong. Well, it also, like, so there was legitimacy in the fact that it then became, it kind of got leaked to the media that clubs were aware of this a couple of weeks earlier. Yes. Uh, and another funny thing with trade radio and living in Melbourne and just being friends with people is like I don't know if this is happening to you Tom but like I'm hearing whispers that haven't hit trade radio yet and then I'm hearing them on trade radio I'm like what's going on Joel this is absolutely happening to me <laughs> as well <laughs> we're getting to that point where we're like so it's like we're too close there's, Tom. there's an inner circle of like footy people yeah there's an outer circle of footy people there's a third layer of footy people we're out here we used to be six layers out yeah now we're, we're now we're, on the fourth yeah, ring we're, we're way too close and we're like sniffing around the third oh man <laughs> Um, we, we both have, we have, we both have so many direct links to football clubs. Yeah. It's, so it's worrying. It's worrying. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Clayton Oliver last week, but then it was just constant bashing of like, yeah, he, uh, it came out that he gave himself a tattoo at home and it infected his foot. Would you recommend getting a homemade tattoo, Joel? I have two. And yeah. nothing's gone wrong with either when, of when them. When did you get the other, the most recent one? Yesterday. There he is. <laughs> It's red because we didn't have black ink. So it's just going to be red. It's a red tattoo, yeah. That's so, that's, you know, you should have rung. I got tattoo ink. Yeah, that, look, Tom, it was like quarter to 11. Would you have answered? 
on what a more after night? night. Yeah, I'm up. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't. It's not that late. And it been, was a you know Sunday. what? I been, what what day? Sunday. It was yesterday. Sunday. Oh, I wouldn't have been able to leave because I was watching uh, VHS 85. <laughs> uh, Isn't it 84? No, 85. Is it the sequel? Have they made a new one? No, so there's 94, 99, and 85. You just said 80. 94. Yep. 94, 99, 85. Joel, two years ago, ask me how many VHS movies I've seen. Tom, two years ago, how many VHS movies did you see? Zero. Ask me how many I've seen now. How many have you seen now? All of them. Six? Yes. Yes. I've seen zero. I've seen six, which breaks down to about... 37 movies. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um, they are all three stars mm-hmm. because when they're good, oh boy. And when they're bad, okay. Yeah, I think it's when they're good, oh boy. When they're bad, oh boy. <laughs> no, not even then. They're just When they're bad, they're just fine. Yeah. Because they're competent. Yeah. Like the filmmakers are still competent. They're just not my vibe. Um, um, I guess yeah. just back to Trade Radio real quick. Sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, this is otherwise this podcast will turn into trade radio and go for eleven hours. Yeah, I can't have that. I Sean's not here to crack the whip. No, I'm He's moving house. I've got to go home and put things in boxes. <laughs> uh, Sean's not here to be like tight forty five or I'll kill myself and you. Yeah, correct. Uh, anyway. So in honor of that, uh, tight forty five or I'll kill both of us. <laughs> well, uh, what is currently happening in trade rate uh, in trade news? Is uh, it is the last year of controversial uh, list manager Adrian Dodoro, who is the Essendon list manager. It's his last year. He's last trade period before he's stepping back. He's staying at the club in an undisclosed role. Yeah, that just undisclosed role could be <laughs> list manager. <laughs> but they're saying nope. He's stepping back. He's list supervisor. Yeah, and currently, uh, this is an update on what is happening at Essendon. So they've landed Goldstein as of today. Goldstein signed today. Yep. Mackay's off has been put in. Mackay has opted for Essendon to be his preferred club. He will go to the Dons if the compensation pick to North Melbourne is three. Brady Rawlings came out and said, if it's not three, we're not playing funny buggers. We'll just match the deal. It was funny hearing funny buggers on the radio multiple times. Uh, Jade Gresham has said that Essendon's his preferred club. Jack Billings has said Essendon's his preferred club. Wait, Billings as well? Mm -hmm. You don't need both of those players. We don't. Hey, Tom? I'm, I'm going to let you know on a secret. You already have eight Greshams Tom. and Billingses. Xavier Dersma has said that Essendon is his preferred club. He's had, different. He's a winger. Had a secret meeting with North Melbourne because they're going after his brother. North Melbourne offered him slightly more money. He said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your team's bad. <laughs> but apparently the appeal of playing with his brother was... Almost got him there, which is fair, but uh, they didn't offer him enough money. So you know what'll happen? He'll come to Essendon, and in a few years, Essendon will get the brother. Well, it depends. Um, it'll depend on where both teams are. Uh, on trade radio today, nor, uh, in during gettables, Kaltumi and Riley beverage beverage uh, were getting frustrated because they were like, "What?" North made a. There was rumors that North were going after another midfielder, but uh, they were getting really frustrated because they were like, "North Melbourne don't have a backline." Yes. They, like, if Makai leaves and uh, one of their other players is out for the rest of the season, will be out for the season, there's no back line. And Zeebel's been, retired. Zeebel's retired. They were like, there's no what – what are the plans? We're like, hey, if you're a North Melbourne supporter or you know anything, give us a call. What are you doing this year? Like, what is the plan? So we don't know. What's going to happen is uh, teams are going to score 900 goals on North. They're going to try and see – I mean, Essendon could be trying to do this as well, where we're – You've got defenders at least, though. No, I think we're going to do the opposite. 
So North Melbourne are going to try playing with midfielders in the back line, and we're going to try and play with midfielders in the forward line. Yep. So have two midfields. Yeah, as will be midfield and forward, where yeah, there's yeah, yeah. midfield and back, and we'll just see how it works out. Yeah, bad, I reckon. You tried that. <laughs> you tried that this year. Yeah, and the year before. Yeah, we've tried it pretty much every year since Matthew Lloyd got moved out of full forward up to like half forward and got made captain and had the worst time of his life. Yeah, um, yeah. The trade radio is popping off. Oh, yeah. Uh, Next week, we'll give you a slightly less in-depth update, I guess, unless some fucked shit happens. Well, the other ones, so Goldie's gone. Duday's gone to Brisbane. That's locked in. I also forgot to say, uh, so all of those players are apparently coming to Essendon. All we're trading. The only person that Adrian Dodoro has commented on leaving is like, yeah, Zerk Thatcher. Thatcher. Massimo D'Ambrosio has nominated he wants to go to Hawthorne. Dodoro said he's got a year and we like him. They'll have to give us something. <laughs> <laughs> I do love and that. And Dylan Shield was apparently trade bait. Dodoro said no, he was never on the trade. He, we love him here. He's not going anywhere. He yeah. will be playing for us. At the I'm next excited year. to see where he ends up, and it'll be St. Kilda. I'm excited to see how we are apparently going to have 30 players in our best 22. Who all say this play the same position. <laughs> yeah. Mid-forward. Yep. Um. Yeah, so far, Geelong were attached to like so many players and we then dropped out. But also, Mackie again was interviewed and was like, yeah, we'll trade pick seven. If something good comes along. Yeah, mm. I made all the draftees. They look good. We'll, we'll trade pick seven, maybe. Uh, yeah, there was something about Geelong's pick seven. and The, the rumor is, is that we'll either use it to get a better pick or give it to another club to trade picks so that someone else can get pick one. I've also heard the rumor that we're using it to try to get Bailey Smith again. Yeah, actually, no, that's who it was. Using pick seven to get Bailey Smith, Western Bulldogs then have pick three and pick seven, use yep. that to get pick one. Yep. Who the fuck knows? This is why trade also, radio we're goes probably going to get hours. pick 20-something for Sav, which I'm sad about because <laughs> I love Sav. But at least he's going to a team that I don't hate in Port Adelaide yeah. where my brother Your can enjoy team. him. Yeah. Uh, so that's enough trade talk. Yeah, because otherwise we should we could probably get a spot next year. Yeah, we're like, hey, we could do some trade radio. We well, could do we could do the midnight shift. Well, they've we- cut <laughs> they've cut the most chaotic section of the show out of trade radio because it used to start a little bit later and finish a bit later. There was a five till seven slot where it would just be people calling, just like so upset. Here you go. I've got it. I've it got was a- like no. It seemed like there was no screening whatsoever. People would be calling up like you could hear them sweating over the phone, being like. I'm a Hawthorne supporter, and I've heard that we're trading pick 47 and a future third-round pick uh, and a future second-round pick to pick up this like <laughs> mid-priced player, and I just don't understand how that's going to work. I'm worried about the future second because like they've thought way too long about yeah, it. It's like yeah. they've been sitting on it all day. It's also so funny to hear people speculate on like future picks and points. Yeah. Well, the points is where it gets interesting because that's why Gold Coast is doing all the. Oh, there was a pick swap today too, yeah. so Gold Coast can be on their of, academy. That was the first trade of trade oh, season. It's it's popping off. Lucky Schultz came out today and was like, "Fuck you, Freya. I want to go to Collingwood." <laughs> and Freya were like, "What the fuck?" Liam Henry. They were like, "Oh uh, yeah, this is the pick that St Kilda put forward for Liam Henry. We think that's shit." Mm. And Sauce was like, "Not going any higher." And Freya were like, "Okay, I guess you're not getting him then." Adrian Dador. Uh, so Port Adelaide want Brandon Zerk Thatcher. Adrian Dodoro is like, he's worth a first-round pick. Kane Corn said, he's worth the future fourth. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. Oh, Taylor Adams wants to go to Sydney? Yep. Oh. oh. Trade radio, trade time. They should have trade radio for the women's season as well. I want a chaotic women's season trade. Well, because it, it, often it can be more chaotic. 
Yeah. Like like your whole thing with like Chloe Malloy going to Sydney because she wanted to be part of like the foundation of something. Yeah. Which and was like, if you want to grow the game, you've got to the, yeah. the we the, the established talent yeah. has to move. That was the AFLW equivalent of well, I but guess it, it's literally it's Buddy Franklin. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Buddy again. Except I guess Sydney were probably more established already because Yeah, whereas yeah. this is like this would have been like if Buddy had have actually gone to GWS. Yeah. <sighs> or Gaza going to Gold Coast. It's like Gaza going to Gold Coast, yeah. but but worked out better. Actually, no, not yet. I was going to say it worked out better for Sydney and AFLW, but not we yet. Well, well, they Probably. won. Did they? They did win, yeah. They won. They won on the weekend. They haven't, not, they haven't won many this year. Joel, before we get into the W, yeah. I want to talk one thing real quick. I want to give listeners an update because we I realized earlier we didn't actually mention this at all last week because there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I completed the Bohemian double. You did. I did what? it before grand final. Mm-hmm. You can check my letterbox. I think I did it on like the 28th or the 27th. Uh, on the Thursday before grand final. Yeah. Uh, and I can confirm, Joel. You know when like you watch a movie and yep. it's bad? Yeah. And then maybe like you watch it enough times that it becomes a little bit funny and yep. you have a little bit of a giggle at how silly and shit it is? Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is not that movie. Yeah. Because it thinks it's good. Yeah. There is no part of it that is fun bad. Yeah. It's just, it's dog shit. It won three or four Oscars. Mm. Uh, Brian Singer's a cunt. Yeah. Uh, Rami Malek sucks. Mm-hmm. There are so many, every time it I watch it. It's pretty funny though that Rami Malek has maybe fucked up his acting career forever for it. But it, I guess he did win Best Actor. Because he wore fake teeth yeah, so much. Yeah, fucked kinda, his jaw. You can, I don't think I don't know if he's commented on it, but you can see it. Yeah, he, he said, it's it's been reported that he fucked his jaw. Uh, it makes me hate Queen. Yeah. Not Freddie. Because he's dead, so he couldn't do anything. But it's very clear that the band s- you, so wanted like creative control. Do you like that the band wanted creative control, but they moved the timeline of everything around? Oh, I love that uh, that Freddie has AIDS when he's doing the Live Aid concert, yeah, even though he, he just wanted, didn't. Yeah, that's why he wanted to do Live Aid, because he was like, I'm going to die soon. Yeah, that's not true. He didn't get a Much later. They didn't uh, do... They didn't cover the time that uh, Queen played in South Africa during the apartheid. No, I didn't cover that yeah, at all. That's really um, weird. That wasn't in so the movie. many things don't get covered. It so for ages the worst scene ever uh, is the just scene in case where they, you were wondering and you've never heard that story before and it seems like oh it's crazy they didn't put Queen protesting the apartheid by playing in South no, Africa. No, they didn't protest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't protesting. It's uh, the band's called Queen. <laughs> all right, think yeah, about it. Yeah, what does the Queen love? Colonization. Um, it's like the uh, uh, the Australian Rebel Eleven cricket team. It's got a cool name, but yeah. they were cunts. They were bad. Uh, so yeah, so the 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 Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, is maybe the worst movie ever put to film because it it thinks it's good. It does. It's just so shit. It plays like a parody of a musical music it, biopic. It, it literally it feels like I'm watching like Walk, Walk Hard, Hard, but it's not funny because like they do stuff like where they're like, oh, they came up with this popular song. Like they have a fight, and then the bassist goes and writes. And Alan bites the dust. Yeah, that's and, how he breaks the fight up. Yeah, it's so dumb. And then there's also the uh, the we will rock you stomp and clap yep. thing is like yeah. uh, it's honestly everything. They explain the genesis of everything, and they don't need to. The movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody. They have a fucking Wayne's World joke in it, which I hate. I think that it's awesome because I don't think that that joke is meant to be in. Oh no, so. The joke that Mike Myers, where he looks down the barrel and of the like, camera. And he's like, no one's going to be banging their head to 
this in a car. Yeah, singing along to this in the car. Yeah. And he looks at the camera. He looks down the barrel of the camera. That's the, I would say, the only good moment of the movie. You hate it, but... No, no, no. The The only good moment of the movie is when it ends, and unfortunately for me, that wasn't <laughs> the end because I had to watch it twice. Yeah. Um, there's a new. I have a new least favorite bit. Mm-hmm. It used to be the scene that everybody hates. The uh, quick editing scene. Which is the quick where... editing scene, but I also used to fucking hate the bit where he tells him he has AIDS because he didn't have AIDS mm. at that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. And the whole sequence of them recording the Bohemian Rhapsody song is awful. I hate it so much. Anyway, there's a scene where he begs them to come back together so they can do Live Aid. Yeah. Some of the worst acting of all time. Yeah. They keep cutting back to the other members of the band's faces to see them, like, thinking up their options. Yeah. And they can't act. And and Rami Malek is acting too much. Yeah. And so it just looks shit. Yeah. And then at one point he says, please, through those <laughs> fucked teeth, and I want to hit him with a hammer. It's so bad. Here's the thing, right? Elvis also, right when it came out, that's just walk hard as well. Yeah. But Baz Luhrmann's doing something. Baz Luhrmann started making that movie and you go, hey, hold up, let him cook. Baz Luhrmann cooks. Elvis, for most of the first half of the film, is so fast and wild (laughs) that it might as well be a comedy. But the whole movie is psycho. Tom Hanks is talking with an accent that his character just does not have. So the equivalent would be uh, Tom Hanks' character. What's his name? Colonel. Colonel. Just the colonel. colonel. Colonel's like, in real life, we'd be like, hey, Elvis. He's Southern. Well, yeah. It'd be like, hey, Elvis. Something like that. What but I, love, the is movie, that, what I like, love is that you were like, I'm going to do a Southern accent. You no, I was going to be like, the, it's the equivalent of like, I'm in a movie. Yep. This, I'm like, hey, I'm Joel Dusha. This is my real voice. And then yeah. someone in the movie is like, hello, it's me, Joel Dusha. <laughs> I do podcasts. Welcome to How Good for isn't it? Hey. And there's footage of the colonel that exists. You yeah. can hear how he, he talks. You can hear how he talks. Tom Hanks just did that. What I love, too, is that it features the funniest beat in any movie treated seriously, which is the, he's white. <laughs> anyway, watch Elvis. Don't watch Bohemian Rhapsody. So I did the double. Brandon... Fuck you. <laughs> that's bad. Uh, that's, yeah, that's just bad. It's the worst movie of all time. So moving on from that, that's an update from that. Time yep. for some W because there was, Joel, how many tips did you get this week? I got five. I got fuck all, man. Yeah. I'm. So I got five, which is usually a, like five out of nine any round if you're floating around the top it's pretty of good. fantasy. No, it's bad. If you get five out of nine any round of the year oh, yeah. in um. Tipping. tipping, and you're in, say, like the top 20 of the competition, you'll slide. I went up one spot. Yeah, this week, uh, I think there were four or five upsets, some absolutely psycho fucking games, mm-hmm. uh, just madness. And at the end of six rounds, there is only one team that is yet to win a game, and they are 0 and 6. Yeah. But their percentage is still a lot higher than the team that's above them. <laughs> a lot higher than the three teams above them. Uh, it's it's uh, fucking it's... all happening. There's a bit of AFLW magic in the air. It's chaos times. And also, there's only fucking four rounds left now. It's and fu- I still don't know who's good, Tom. Hey, I do. I can tell you the top four teams are good. And the bottom six are bad. The other teams, are they good or bad? We don't know. So- sometimes. Sometimes they're good. Hey, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit is the first game the Western Bulldogs and Carlton. Sure is. 
Uh, this didn't really give us a taste of what we're in for for the rest of the round because Carlton smashed the Bulldogs. Well, Carlton won by nineteen points. It wasn't quite a uh, but they they never looked like they were going to lose. Yeah, I would say nineteen points in AFLW was a comfortable win. Yeah, it's not quite in smashing territory. Twenty five points. It plus, just felt like they controlled. Like watching the game, there were passages where the Bulldogs kind of looked like they were going to get on a bit of a run. Yeah, and Carlton just went no. Yeah, uh, uh, they just yeah just. Carlton hit the lead straight away, and from that point onwards, they didn't relinquish the lead no, once. It, it was one of those games where, yeah, there was inevitability about it. It was cool to be back at Witten Oval, I guess. That's kind of fun to see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Also, it is slightly misleading because I said it wasn't a smashing because 25 points plus in AFLW feels like a smashing. Western Borgs get to go after the siren. Correct. So it, it was 25 points. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it didn't. It never again. It never felt like there was a point late in like the third quarter, start of the last quarter, where Bulldogs kind of threatened a little bit. Yeah, but then I think the I think Carlton kicked like two quick goals, and it was like, yeah, that's that's just it. That's the game. Yeah. Um. So Carlton, hey, maybe they're good. Maybe they're shit. Hard they, to say. They are definitely one of the teams I was referring to. Where I'm like, I cannot get a read on you. Correct. Next game, I can get a read on these teams. Not good. Because uh, that is Giants take on Western Vol- uh, West, sorry, West Coast. Hey, the Giants finally got a win. Is this their first win? It was, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the first win of the season. Uh, there was a, there were passages of play where I, I watched bits of this. I was moving house, mm-hmm. uh, but I watched a little bit of this. And uh, there are moments in this game where you go, oh, GWS, you, you're good. You're, you're actually good. You're attacking. You're running. You're moving the ball with intent. Yeah. Where the fuck has that been for the last six weeks, guys? Yeah, well, who do they have next week? Was it, oh, St. Kilda. Maybe it'll still be there. Uh, who knows? Uh, do you know who the Western Bulldogs have next week? West Coast. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, oh, Friday night magic. <laughs> Friday night murder. It's Friday the 13th. And <laughs> we're gonna, Western Bulldogs. They're going to get Jason. No, wait. They're yeah. going to be Jeff. Yeah, Jason's going to get him. Yeah. Because uh, Western Bulldogs are taking on Adelaide at Norwood Oval. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get absolutely fucked. I, the record books might have to start uh, open them up. Yeah. No, nah, I think Bulldogs are tighter defensively. If this was West Coast, open those books up. Because uh, hang on, just while we're on next week, who West Coast got next week? It wouldn't be a team that's really good on the rebound, is it? Oh no, it's <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, next week's going to be interesting. <laughs> So we had a really one thing that was really nice is there's a lot of upsets in closer games and teams getting wins yeah. and you can start to see there's like rivalries growing there's a bit of contest growing and you can actually see the the sort of spiciness of the game developing um, but yeah West Coast uh, are still bad GWS getting better getting better or maybe played a good game against a bad club who knows. Again, it's unclear. It's unclear. When both teams are bad, one team can look good but actually still be bad. It's true. And it could be that. It could be that. Mm. Next game. This was fucked. Uh, it was Melbourne take on Adelaide. Oh, Adelaide won by 10 points, ending Melbourne's... I th- No. So Melbourne have lost games in the last season. Yeah, but they, only Not- lost, but they only lost one last year. Uh, one last year. And yep. so their last loss, Joel. Guess who it was too? I'm going to guess Adelaide. It's correct. So they lost to Adelaide by about this margin. 16 games pass, I think. Win, 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 win. Grand final. Win, 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 win. Adelaide, lose. Loss. But also this was at Casey. And there was a point in this game where it looked like Melbourne were about to just split it right open. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of um, tweets going around or 
X's or whatever you want to call it. We're not calling them X's. Yeah. Uh, where it was like... I'm not giving that fucking man my respect. Well, yeah, because the game starts, Melbourne kick 2-4 in the opening quarter, Adelaide score, fuck all. Literally nothing. Nothing. Uh, and you're like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Adelaide also were like, Jesus Christ. And then in the second quarter, Melbourne scored nothing, and Adelaide scored two goals, four. Yeah. At halftime, scores 11. Yeah. That's... The worm fucked up. To go... When was the last time that happened? Uh, like a, a team score? I mean, there's no way for us to know, but that's an interesting thing. First quarter, one team doesn't score. The other team scores 2-4. Four. Four. Second, second quarter, the team The 2-4 does. team doesn't score, and then the other team scores, scores exactly. Two, four. Yeah. I don't know. That feels like footy magic. It does feel like footy magic. And you know where it was? It's Casey Fields. Magic time. Magic time. Yeah, baby. Unfortunately, magic was not in their favor. Adelaide went on a rampage in the third quarter. Yes. Uh, they kicked 4-1 to Melbourne's one goal. And then you, you're starting to be like, oh, that's curtains for old Melbourne. And then the last quarter, they come out and they kick uh, two in a row very quickly. Yes, and then Adelaide steadied. Uh, Adelaide then kicked a couple of behinds, and then you're like, oh, it's just going to take one transition. But then Adelaide kicked yeah. the next goal. Is that then the, Melbourne kicked the next goal. Is that the Ann Hatchard give us a dab goal? Yeah. That was so good. Because that was the last goal. Adelaide, oh, no, sorry. Adelaide scored the last goal of the game. Was that that one? No. The Hatchard one was one that was the steadier, I think. Yeah. And she also gave them a dab, those kids. Yeah, that's, that's good. what you got to do. That is uh, good. Someone was saying in the Discord that they went to Casey Field, and they're like, it's such a good vibe. It is so hard to fucking get to. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Zanka had kicked three goals once. Never. Had never kicked three goals, sorry. Yep. Uh, she kicked five this week. Uh, Marinoff. Hang on, hang on. Did Zanga kick? I didn't realize this. Did Zanga kick all five of Melbourne's goals? Melbourne scored seven goals. Uh, Zanga kicked five of them. <laughs> uh, Footy's back, Joel. Yeah, big time. Oh, man. Uh, Eliza uh, McNamara kicked the other two. You know what Adelaide did that went a lot, long way to help them win? Uh, you'll, had- notice, you'll notice prolific uh, AFLW's highest uh, goal scorer. In Kate Hoare. Scored one behind. Scored one behind. I've got a crazy stat for you. So a uh, friend of the show, Gemma, mm-hmm. uh, put up a stat that was like a breakdown of the top five, I think, or like top goal scorers in AFLW history. Yeah. Kate Hoare is first. I think Vessio second. A couple of players third. In fifth, equal fifth, there's another player who's Jasmine also scored Garner. this. Jazz Garner is mm-hmm. the fifth. Let's kick the fifth most goals in the AFLW. Playing the last two to three seasons primarily as, a, as an inside mid. Yeah. That's fucked. That is fucked. How has she not won a, uh, the best and fairest before, ever? She doesn't poll well. I don't understand it. I reckon this year will be different. Well, I thought that last year too. I think, okay, honestly, I just think that this year, and this is going to be a crazy claim, but because there is an official AFLW fantasy competition, it means that people that wouldn't usually be talking about people's individual efforts in the way where they gather... Basically, she scores really high in fantasy, which means that people are just talking about her more. Yes, but also... I know, I know umpires vote for it, but umpires are now being like, Jazzy Gardner, whoa. Because you can tell. Star players poll well. like Except for Jazz Garner. No, but like... But no, not- no, no. But I mean, like, she's been like this for... See- this isn't the first time she wrote... It's not like she came in and everyone went, whoa. She's been doing this for, for years. Yeah. They're idiots. Mm. Anyway... Uh, Marinov, speaking of fantasy, uh, two goals won, 27 disposals, 20 of those were kicks, took five marks, and laid 14 tackles. 
for the AFL fantasy score of 153. <laughs> uh, I love that in AFL, only in AFLW fantasy can you have like a bunch of people scoring like 85 and 90 and be like, that's a really good score. And then someone just dropping, even like 65, 70, you're like, that's a consistently yeah. good score. And then someone will just drop 150 to 170. One player. She was on the ground for 75 minutes of the 83 that the game went for. So it wasn't she's, even 100%. She's just a freak, eh? Yeah. Like, she's just so good. The fact that also, like, early on in her career, I feel like she was a handballer. Mm. And I could be wrong, but the vibe was inside, in and under, kind of get ball, dish it out kind of player. And now she's just doing both, which is which is a point that we can, you know, her, her method has changed slightly. We can talk to this, I think, in more detail when we get to our game, yeah. uh, Joel, the Haggard's Footy Cup. Yes. Which is not the next game. No. It's in a few games. But, yeah, we can talk about that in a moment. Um, yeah, Melbourne, are they are beatable? But I, only if you're Adelaide. Yeah, I was going to say, I would. all this game did was make me very scared of both teams. This is the thing, though, where I feel like a North or a, or a, or a Brisbane mm. uh, look at this game and go, mm. the bleeds. Hey. Hey. Mm. Next game was St. Kilda took on Hawthorne. Uh, St. Kilda were pretty much in the driver's seat the whole game. Get to towards the end of the last quarter. Well, you get like a couple of minutes into the last quarter, and you're like, "Oh, hang on here. Mm. Is there really blood in the air? Is there? A- no, there wasn't. No. But there was there was a sense of it. It just uh, makes me so sad that Nick Del Santo's getting wins. Yeah, because um, I needed St Kilda to lose the entire year so that he will get fired into the sun. Yeah, he's not going to. No. Although they're they're still tenth. So like at this rate, hang on, what's the fixture like? Next week, they have Giants, so that's a win. That's a win. Unless they really fuck it up. Then they've got Freo. That'll pro- oh, below, it's over there. Mm, yeah. They've got Brisbane, loss. Yep. And they've got Carlton. Again, uh, they've got like a – they don't have the hardest draw home. No, because they, they no, wouldn't. I that, think they play us as well. I think we get him like – No, you don't. We don't? That was it. Oh, there's only four games left. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I'm so flat. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I've just, I've just, it's just settled in. There's only a month left of AFLW, but then there's Before finals. the finals. I. That's so filthy. Yeah. I hate Gil. <laughs> Speaking of filthy, Port Adelaide supporters tune out now because Sydney went to Adelaide, said, get fucked. Get fucked. Uh, what did Port end up kicking like two ten or two eleven? Three twelve. Yeah, they've had Sydney a couple kicks of games. The magic number of six nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that number would be better if they kick sixty nine sixty nine. Yeah, that team <laughs> oh, would have erupted, <laughs> broken so many world records. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. Port have had a couple of games where they've had like four eighteen or like three twelve, two ten, like just. Inaccurate games, and it must uh, it must be frustrating if you're a Port supporter. I know it's frustrating for my brother because he messaged me every week. I think Cuthbertson went down with a knee or an injury of some sort that looked reasonably serious. Yeah, I don't actually know if that's the case or like if it is actually serious or if my brother's just being about, a panic merchant. Wait, was it definitely Com- Cuthbertson? Yeah, Cuthbert- Cuth- Cuthbertson, Cuthbertson, because um, McLaughlin is labelled as out. Or Port Adelaide and Newman is labelled as out, but Cuthbertson. Cuthbertson. It's not a hard name to say. Don't know why I'm struggling. I think I'm tired, Tom. 
I could have um, sworn it was Cuthbertson, but I could also be wrong. So uh, let's check. People don't come to How Good's Footy for facts. They come here for vibes. Well, speaking of Port Adelaide, we got the player that was at the grand final last week wrong. You said it was Darek, but it was Ewings. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Yeah. How many emails did we get? Uh, I saw, I think I saw two tweets. I don't know about emails, and there was a message in the Discord about it. What's funny, and I will ex- say, is when we're at the ground, we were saying, it's crazy Ewings, is that, and then we got into the studio and we just decided, no, it was Derek. I think I was just thinking about how good Derek is. Yeah, that's fair. And so I was like, it must have been Derek, but she actually, I think she's ineligible for that award because she's too old. Well, yeah, she's 21. So, hmm. Oh, no, she's still eligible. You've got to be under 22, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Joel, here's the thing. Again. Don't know. You coming here for facts? You coming here for vibes? I'm both are out of control this week. Um, Yeah, Sydney look very good. Ali Morfitt is going to win the Rising Star. This is not... Won't even be close. This isn't a hot take. This isn't a spicy take. If you picked her up in uh, fantasy, holy shit, you've done well because her value has skyrocketed. She's just a machine. I think she is the player that's gone up the most. I have a player that's gone up. I don't think this. They wouldn't be second most, but they'd be in the top five. Brie Davey would have gone up a fair bit because she's now a mill. Yeah, but. And she was six or six, I think. Yeah, but Morfitt went from, what, 300,000? Four. I see she was four. I think she was four. Again, don't come here for facts. Uh, if only there was a way to use the uh, actual AFL Fantasy app to tell me how much her value's gone up over time. Yeah. But there's not. No. So we'll never well, there, know. There actually is. It's just very tricky and oh, confusing to get I was to. trying to do some trades today just to like line them up. Not hit confirm, but just let them percolate. Yeah. Got so angry at the app. Just closed it. There was two weeks where the app was letting me trade for like sca- salary cap breach, and it wasn't telling me why. It was just when it hit trade, it was just like error. Yep. But then money was wrong, like as in it was saying I had more money than I actually had. So when I went to confirm it, the website was being like you're breaching your salary cap, but it wasn't mm. saying that. It was just like error. But it said I had like three hundred thousand in my salary cap still, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's a good app. Well it's done, a, guys. It's, well, actually, Tom, it's not an app. It's Here's a, the thing: it's an app that links you to a website. Joe, I'll let him know. Because recently, while playing AFL Fantasy, I got a little pop-up notification. And are said, you enjoying, are you AFL? enjoying AFLW Fantasy? And I wrote back, no. And they yeah. said, please tell us about it. And I said, your app is awful. Yeah, that's Your fair. app doesn't work. Your app is just a link to a website. Why launch a product that isn't ready? Ah, oh, that's the AFL's entire approach to AFLW. Mm. Anyway, I don't want to ruin the vibes because the vibes are good. Well, how good's footy, not how bad's the AFL as an organization. Well, unfortunately, the AFLW results are about to ruin the vibe anyway because the uh, next game uh, at Brighton Homes Arena, Michael Voss Oval. Tragedy struck. They can't keep getting away with this, Joel. Where Collingwood beat Brisbane by five points. Brisbane had all the play at the start of this last quarter. Brisbane AFLW would not capitalize. In a little bit of uh, hot water. Two players got dropped for... Uh, which I respect. Yeah. Because those, those players would be quite crucial cogs. Yeah. I think it's a good message from Stasevich to be like, I don't care how good you think you are. If mm. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I love that he's like, I'm not going to go into detail. They didn't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, they were watching them. They went to a midnight screening when they weren't supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. They were going to Avatar 2 re-release. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I would be too. I would be too. I'd risk my job for it. 100%. Uh what makes matters worse is that Brisbane kicked three ten and Collingwood beat them with five three. Yep. They missed gettable shots too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know and I don't wanna like they looked 
when there were a couple of passages of play where Brisbane are going and you're like, oh, here we go. And then they just couldn't convert or they just, the last kick, they were trying to do too much. Also, just just want to put it out there. I don't know if the curse has lifted at Michael Voss Oval. They've gone one and I think four at that at that venue. Yeah. Yeah, things things don't seem red hot. But I guess if we'll they're you- to win the flag, they need to be playing away from home the entire way. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I um, will also say that, uh, speaking of Brisbane, obviously, our good friend who is absent currently, he told us what happened on grand final day after... Yes, the, the AFLM Grand Final Day. I actually just as a well-being check, I have actually seen Sean. Yeah, he since is last still week. alive. Uh, he helped me move house on Tuesday. He mm-hmm. was a, a Tuesday, Saturday. Uh, he was a beautiful boy. He brought a selection of donuts. Uh, he brought a jigsaw to cut a hole out for my fridge to go in. That's good. Uh, he was it good cutting a hole in a wall and not having to ask someone. Joel, it's great. Mm. It's so good. You poor fucks! You've renting. I've disdained for renters now because I'm not one anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. Are you, nah. are you thinking about becoming a landlord? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Absolutely. I'm if not you want to sell hey, an investment. I'm not, a, I'm not a class trader. Uh, if you're a landlord listening to this podcast, you're a fucking dog. I'm gonna bash you. And if you're my landlord and listening to this podcast, you're a huge dog. Leave me alone, and also stop trying to get like stop trying to come to my house when I'm at work. Yeah. Also. Be more flexible with shit. You can't ask you to fix the door six months ago, then say, hey, we need the shower fixed. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll come fix the door. Fuck the door, fix the, the shower. shower. Fix, hey. No, 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 no. Fix both. Fix both. Outside of work hours, you clearly value your my, your time, but not mine. I'll kill you. I also think what you should do is uh, be Kiara Bowers. <sighs> I think he should just give me the house, and I then so. I'll just fix it. I think he should give you a gun. Oh. Oh. Hey, Joel, if you consider going to the footy and stealing a cop's gun and oh, using it on your landlord. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about it all the time currently. We do not endorse that. There's a lot of winks happening. No, there's not. We Tom, don't. Tom, you're still winking. <laughs> anyway, I did see Sean. He is, he is okay. He's a bit flat, but he's getting there. Um, he was very helpful and very, very kind and lovely to see him and have a chat with him. We were commenting on his letterbox uh, immediately afterwards, and I mess- you messaged me and were like, look at his last few watches. So he watched After Sun immediately after the game. Yeah, which is a bad call. I spoke to him about this. I was yeah. like, why did you watch After Sun? And Joel, he revealed to me that that was his plan going in. If Brisbane lost, the first movie he was going to watch afterwards was going to be After Sun so that he could sit in his feelings for a bit. Did it work? 
I don't know, Sean, uh, Joel, is Sean in the room with us today? Uh, no, 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 he's not. He's getting there. Uh, he's getting there. He's working his way back. Uh, he set up a basketball ring at work today, so maybe basketball can can help him. It's around the corner. But, uh, yeah, he had a rough run, Grand Final Day. He went to the pub, gave his Ryan Lester badge away. To listen to Jess. Why would you keep it? To put on her wall of sadness. Wall of sadness. Uh, he then went home. He packed up all of his Brisbane merch. Had to, that would have been the worst thing to walk back into. Put it in a box. He was also saying his ears were ringing in the silence because it was so quiet at his house. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Put all of his stuff in a box. Put that box away. Then he sat down to play Fortnite, and then he came second twice in a row. Twice? Out of Joel, seven games, he played. He came second five, five times. times. He has since told me that he has played another four times, mm-hmm. and he's come second four times. The universe hates our friend. Uh, yeah, that's... On, a, on another side, I've been playing for a bit of Fortnite, and I've had a... Oh, the other day, I had three wins in a row. Whoa, that's a lot of victory royales. Woo-hoo! And if you're wondering what Sean's uh, watch habits were like, he went after Sun. Murder on the Iron Express. Yep. Which was like, okay, maybe he's back. Moneyball. Moneyball. Which I think might have... He said that Moneyball was a good call. Yeah, but it upset him greatly. No. The mistake he made is the next film. Then he watched The Way Back. Yes. Which, that, that I think, was the... He, he admitted to me on Saturday that that was the wrong decision. He emphasized too much with Ben Affleck and went, I can't do this. Uh, and then, His review of Moneyball was, the end of this movie takes such a massive shit on Billy, and that's sport. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like that's you're moving in the right direction with Moneyball. Way back. Because there's, there's optimism in Moneyball. Yeah, way back, there's not. Well, no, there is. And then he watched The Fountain. Yeah, that's a, he, had, he, had a, he had a four star, four, five, three five star films in a row. Yeah. And it didn't fix him. Mm, he's he's getting there, though. Uh, so to Sean, our, our good friend, he continues on his journey to win a piece. Next game, Joel. I don't know if it's – I think it's just a journey of just coming back now. Uh, yeah. I don't know if That's it's... part of the journey to win a piece, mate. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes it winds its way back on itself. Next game. Haggard's Footy Cup? Correct. Essendon de- declared themselves the rulers of Warnable. Uh I have a couple of things to say about this game, Joel. I was very scared at quarter time. We looked fucked. And we looked juicy. It was 14-0 to zero at quarter time, Geelong's way. Oh, and also, if you aren't aware, it was Geelong, uh, Essendon versus Geelong in Warnable at the Reed Oval, which didn't bode well for me, Tom, because what's your last name? Not that Reed. No, but it is Reed. It is Reed. <laughs> I will say this about Reed Oval. Uh, I'm sure the vibes are immaculate down there. However, watching it on TV... Dog shit. There's like clearly only one spot for the cameras to be. Eighty percent of the game is just a wide shot of the ground. Yep. And you and you just can't see the vibe of it. The wind was apparently horrific, and this is the issue. Don't be playing it like. Ah, on one hand, I love it, but on the other hand, like, put us. Windy Hills got good vibes. GMHBA has good vibes. It's country round. Went to the country. Geelong's regional? Geelong's the city. <laughs> it's a, just a different, smaller city. <laughs> Warnable's not the fucking city. I just... That's just, the country. It's... Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah. Did Geelong have an open training session in Warnable or was it just acid? Uh, they did, yeah. They went yeah. down and had an open training session. Um... Look, from a Geelong's perspective, so we'll start with the, the bad. The Essendon social media team also posted a photo of Georgie and Maddie Presparkers. And Tom, did you see what the caption of this photo was? No, but I did see what Maddie Presparkers was wearing pregame, which was like a vintage 1993 Premier Stop. Yeah. Uh, so the 
the caption of the two Presparker sisters together was Presparkai. That's good shit. That's what we refer to them as. That's Essendon AFLW social media team. If you're listening to How Goods Footy, email us. Please. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing the difference between the two Presparkai, uh, the way that they play in their similar roles, but are very different. What did you call Maddie? A cannonball. And Georgie is a samurai sword. Yeah. Uh, Both dangerous. Yeah. Different, different ways. Maddie, very fiery, very yes. in people's faces, very happy to just hit people. Yeah. In a friendly way. Yes. I don't mean haymakers. No, no, no. I mean hip and shoulders. Yes. That's that's Nina Morrison's job for us. Yeah. Georgie's more like, I'm going to cut through you. Yeah. Uh, which was it. Uh, there was that passage of play, I think, either at the start of the third quarter, or even in the first quarter, where we won the ruck hit out and Prasparkas just r- rocketed through the middle. It landed in her lap and she was just out and it was in the 50 within two kicks. Um, it, yeah, so I guess, like, it was very stressful at first for me. Essendon didn't score at all in the first quarter. Jordan kicked two goals, too. And even at halftime, you'd kicked one. Is that correct? We'd kicked one three. And you'd and, kicked one behind. And that's right. But we, it was the scoring end was that, was that other end. Yeah. And it was like, we'd actually, I was, I went into halftime being like, we've done well to actually minimize the damage Essendon could have done. Well, speaking of halftime, I got an awesome stat. We're, we're, we're on top. Yep. I felt like we were still on top, and it's like, and all right, we can now capitalize in the third quarter. Chloe Shearer had kicked two. She looked unstoppable. Yeah. And then Geelong went into halftime, and they came out after halftime, <laughs> and it looks like they looked around and went, eh, who gives a shit? Joel, I'm annoyed. Because they're better than that. I think I think Essendon adjusted really well, but the way Geelong just kind of kept turning the ball over, like we had the scoring end. You didn't score a goal after the 19 minute of the first quarter. No. Nah. Three quarters, no goals. We didn't fucking look like scoring. Like, we would win <laughs> hitouts and clearances, and we'd just, like, butcher the kick, or we'd shank it coming out of it. Just good players making weird decisions. You kept Bonnie too good out of the contest in the first half, sort of, and then she just went fucking bananas. Well, it's, it's first always... quarter, three touches. Yep. Second quarter, four touches, and then 11 in the third. Yeah, we just, we just couldn't. And a goal. We just couldn't control the game, and then what made matters worse is we let that Essendon were playing well, and we just kind of didn't go with them, which I think is the point of frustration for me. Yeah. I don't mind a loss, but it just felt like... We're, we're above you on the ladder now. Yeah. This could be the game that either keeps us out of the eight, or uh, if we do make the eight, it costs us a home final. It just felt like a loss that it's like, we were in so much control. What were you guys... What happened? And you could hear Lowther got interviewed at three-quarter time. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty good, but you could tell, Joel. At three quarter time, he was like, I'm not fucking happy about this. And he shouldn't be. And this is, this is, I think, the difference between me as an AFLW Geelong supporter in previous seasons and this year is I'm holding him to a higher standard because I know they can play better. First three or four games of the year, I think there were three out of the four we kicked over 10 goals. The last couple of weeks. This is the lowest score of your entire year. Yeah, we've, we've really. 19, which is low. In all of our losses, we've really struggled to score. And it's it's a worrying sign in second halves too. Speaking of worrying signs, this win has me dreaming of finals because our run home is juicy. If, if we're good enough to be a finals team, they're all very winnable matches. Oh, and th- also, I want to say credit to Essendon. They played very well. I just wanted it on the record that I was disappointed in my girls f- for the second time this year. The North game, same thing. We looked like we were in control, fell away. This game looked like we are in control, fell away. Also at halftime, Matty Pressbarker's Georgie Pressbarker's stats. Oh, yes. Matty Pressbarker's 50 fantasy points. 
Georgie Pressbark is 48, so a little bit different. Yep. But disposals, Maddie, 15, eight kicks, seven handballs. Georgie Pressbarkers, yep. disposals, 15, <laughs> no. eight kicks, no. seven handballs. <laughs> the difference was tackles. Georgie had landed one more tackle and kicked her behind. Yep. Where Maddie had taken one mark. That is so good. At the, the end of the game, the uh, the stats were pretty different, but at halftime, I couldn't believe it. That's good shit. That was Prospakai magic. And how do you feel, Joel? I feel excellent. I feel so good. I feel like that I was very worried about this game. I didn't have it in like the, we're not going to win this. Oh, no. I, I, and I didn't have this in the, oh, this is a give me. But I just after, want to clarify too. This is an arrogance. After getting like after losing to Collingwood by twenty points, they're a good team, but I didn't think they were a great team. Although this week has maybe shown that they, I did underrate Collingwood a bit. No, no, I think you would put them right where they belong. Yeah. Well, they're the AFLW team is a good team, but they're a shit club. Yes. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is, it's filled me with confidence. It does put me in the danger zone because Essendon's AFLW team is going to probably finish somewhere between sixth and 10th. Mm. That magic Essendon number. It's the place we love to be at this point of the season. Imagine if the Essendon girls who have been in the comp for two years win a final before the Essendon men. Well, that's not hard to imagine. And Sean said this last time he brought that up. That actually makes sense because there's no like... There's no hoodoo on the women's team. They just True. they've just been in the comp for a couple of years and they just want to play finals. Essendon men's team, they'll make the finals and then they think of 20 years of losses and shit their pants. That's fair. But now we've got every t- every inside mid in the AFL playing for the Essendon men's team, so maybe we'll be okay now. You're shaking your head and that's fair enough. Next game. This was fucked. Oh, Bohana. Mm. Richmond versus Gold Coast. <laughs> Holy shit. This game. So I, I listened to the commentary of this game. Apparently they've alternated win-loss, win-loss, win-loss between them since Gold Coast came in. Yep. That's so Gold Coast won, Richmond won. Gold Coast won, Richmond won. Gold Coast won. Gold Coast won. They've broken the trend. Bohana kicked uh, the best one goal for anyone's ever kicked. That, that mark she took yep. to basically then go back and be like, I'm going to have a shot, and I know that it doesn't matter if this goes through. She bombed it in, too. That was a big fucking kick. And, uh, yeah, sucked in Richmond. I there's Apparently there's a bit of a spice between these two as well. They they got a bit fiery. The tackles were getting, getting a bit lingery. Based on those things, there's not a lot of love lost between these two teams, Joel. That's fair. But this was fucked. Don't know why it was at Icon. Uh, why? Isn't that Richmond? No. Richmond's home ground is Pont Road. Yeah. Why was it at Icon? I don't know, man. Mm, country round. <laughs> yeah. Icon Park. It's in the country. It's in the country. You know, the, the regional town of Carlton. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think they were thinking maybe more fans would show up. If it's an icon, it's an easy, it's a better venue to go to, I guess. But Not really. Punt Road's right next to a fucking train station. Well, And it's in Richmond. Yeah, I, I don't actually understand why that game's there. Was something else at Punt Road? I don't think so. I don't know why there would be. Yeah. Why was it they, at they Icon played, Park? They played a fucking final at Richmond. Something must be happening at Punt Road because... Essendon's playing Richmond, and it's a Richmond home game next week, and that's at Icon Park as well. That makes sense because it's Essendon-Richmond. It's a, like a premium. Yeah. 
I don't get the Richmond Gold Coast. If somebody knows, let us know. Let us know. Melbourne are playing North Melbourne at Icon Park in round eight. But I also get that. Because Casey Field's I- Icon too far Park, away. Icon Park is kind of like their Marvel, but they can't play at Marvel because fucking footy golf's there because they're the stupidest fucking organization in Richmond's the world. Richmond's playing Geelong at Icon Park in round nine. Something must be happening happening at Punt Road. So Punt Road has actually had, what, no games except for Essendon and Collingwood on grand final day. I guess so. I do not understand how this competition works, man. I'm so scared. Oh, fuck. Last game. Hang on. Let's try. Yeah, Icon Pass must be Richmond's home ground this year. Well, I think it's just like there's a lot of Richmond supporters and maybe because the last season all the punt road games were like sold out in five seconds. They're like, we'll play at a bigger venue. Richmond played Adelaide at Icon. Yep. Richmond played... Gold Coast at Icon. Well, they played... Carlton at Icon, but that wasn't their home game. They played Freer at Icon. Yeah, it's it's their home ground this year for some reason. Okay, it must be crowd size. It must be based but on the fact. Why that... Why did they move? I mean, for the like the grand final double head double header. Yes. Unless they're working on the fucking grandstand, but they weren't. What no, we were they're there. not. Nah. What the fuck? Is they going no, on? they moved the Collingwood Essendon one because it was originally at AIA, which is also not Collingwood's home ground. Yeah, Victoria, That's Victoria Park. Park. Just the AFL, Joel. I was going to shock you. I think the AFL are dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. I think they're bad at their job. I have been hearing that. And I think they don't care about women or women's footy. I'm not scared to say it. And I think they need to fucking fix their shit. No one wants to play footy golf. People want to go to the footy under a roof in a very windy stadium. Yeah, it's uh, it's chaos. Anyway, last game of the round. Oh, Charlie Robottom had oh, fucking enormous game. I'm so glad I brought her in. Yeah, I brought her in at a good time too, like mm. two or three weeks ago. Yeah, mm. she humming. She could win the uh, the medal. She could. Uh, yeah, it was just like one of those high pressure, low scoring ish. Not that low scoring. No. Thirty five, uh, thirty five plays thirty six. Always good to see a game decided after the siren. Well, except on the siren. Sorry, on the siren. Uh, except for the time this year when Port Adelaide beat Essendon with a goal after the siren, when it was raining from fifty five out, and that was fucked up. Oh, Dan Houston. Mm. Yeah, when he marked it and Ken went, eh, I'm going to win. <laughs> I'm Kenny. Yeah, but then now we're taking- I'm Kenny Ingley, brother. Right. I'm being played by Tom Hanks in Elvis. <laughs> but then, uh, I guess- we we got we got to get to this last game, Joel. The gas is getting to us. Uh, there was a massacre. Yeah. Kangaroos said, well, thank you so much for having us, Fremantle Oval in Perth. I hope you die. <laughs> yeah, get absolutely fucked. <laughs> uh, once again, Jazz Garner, just a lazy like hundred and just just she was unders like hundred and fifteen ish, hundred and seventeen. Yeah, thirty touches. Yeah, quiet day. Quiet day. Riddell, thirty seven touches. Quiet day. Uh, O'Driscoll, who I almost traded out, Emma O'Driscoll, because mm. uh, she's like my premium rock. Sorry, my premium defender. Yep. Uh, scored like 27 last week, and I was like, Ooh, Emma, what the fuck? Repaid me 109 in the back line. Oh. That is a fucking huge yeah, score. Yeah, but you know why? Because that's, that's, that's where the ball the lived. Ball was. I also brought back in Emma Carney, who dropped in value, got her a good price. Yep. 86 in hey, the back line. There he is. Um, but yeah. Look, this game was never really going to go any other way than it did. Nah. Um, 
maybe Freo scored slightly more than I expected them to. That's about it. Yeah, North, here's the thing. You asked us earlier, some teams may be good, some teams may be shit. North, they're good. Yeah. Um, Adelaide, good. North, good. Melbourne, good. good. Brisbane, good. good. You know what? The first three teams, great. Great, yes. We'll be one we'll of the... Yeah. Bang. You could, like... Brisbane, got to get the shit together. Yes. Need to stop going to see Avatar 2 late yes. at night. Yes, stop get going to, to Avatar 2, ladies. It's too much. Gold Coast are fifth all of a sudden. Gold Coast, I think, are good. Not great, but they're good. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the fuck's going on there? Uh, Carlton, sixth. You good? Huh? huh? I thought that would be, like, 14th at this point. Home improvement sound <laughs> effect? Ooh. <laughs> huh? Ooh. Uh, Essendon, seven. More? Yeah, I... Huh? Uh, that was I, more. That was less home improvement and more uh, NPC in a Zelda game. Well, Bob, Well, that's actually the matching tattoo to the tattoo I got yesterday. Uh, for anyone who is aware or listens to Thumb Cramps... When uh, episodes did that come out? Every Friday, Tom, mm. which is... Uh, it's a good day to release a podcast. Yeah, I believe uh, Scaredy Boys, a horror podcast that I do, if you want to hear Sean's voice and know that he's alive, that, that also comes out on a Friday. Yeah, so there's actually a good yin and yang for podcasting because the video game podcast will actively make you stupider. Scaredy Boys has some legitimacy in uh, intelligence. Well, the other week we discussed uh, people reading an Agatha Christie novel in the 40s and having their dicks blown into the ceiling. Tom. Yes. What brings us together? What the circle actually <laughs> ah, is? Horniness. Horniness. And dicks getting blown into and the dicks ceiling. Getting blown into the ceiling. Thumbcram says a famous saying, which is, uh, this sucked me off so much that I came my own nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best kind of Sucked off you can be. Playing a game to completion. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so, and 7th. Yeah. Uh, Geelong 8th. What I was going to say is if you listen to uh, Thumb Cramps, oh, me yes. and Ruby Inners, who is a frequent guest. Uh, she follow on... football? No. Get her on. She, she lives in Sydney. <laughs> Get her on. Uh, got matching tattoos so that together our arm. So I have one on my arm that says, huh? H-U-H question mark. Her says, bah. B-U-H, exclamation mark. So, yeah, we stand together and it goes, huh? Oh, it's good. <laughs> good shit. Uh, yeah, they were a home job. Uh, Geelong, eighth. I, th- uh? I think this is low for Geelong. I Joel, I agree. I I just noticed Essendon's percentage is 97. That's low for seven. <laughs> What's Geelong? Just out of curiosity, one hundred and fifteen. Yeah, we need it. We need it. <laughs> we need to juice those numbers. We you got a couple. Juice, of, you need to juice the wins. Your percentage is okay. Yeah, we gotta get. We gotta get a. We got Freo this week in Geelong, so we gotta win that one. And then I think we have Collingwood and Gold Coast and Richmond. I'm scared of Collingwood, but I just noticed I haven't read their name out yet because they're eleventh. What the fuck is going on? Richmond are ninth. Are they good? I don't know. St. Kilda are tenth. Are they good? If you ask me honestly, I'd say no. no but maybe they maybe are they good. Are. They're not. Collingwood are eleventh. Are they good? I, I don't. What, what the fuck? Why are they eleventh? They beat you guys by twenty points, and you're four positions higher than them on the ladder. They beat Brisbane by five points. They're fucking Brisbane are fourth. What the fuck's going on? Did have they done that annoying thing where they've clicked late in the season? Maybe we'll find out. I'm scared. Who they got next week? Hopefully, someone good. Uh, they have. Whew, they got Carlton at Icon Park, the home of Richmond. <laughs> Joel, it sounds like footy's fucked. Well, Sydney, they're twelve. 
one position below Collingwood in my head. Sydney good. No, shit. Sydney is shit. No, Sydney good. Sydney shit. Uh, Frio, bad. Port, getting there, but bad. Hawthorne, getting there, but bad. I would have, I would, in my head, Hawthorne are like St. Kilda level. Apparently, that is very incorrect. Yeah. Hawthorne have won one game. Yeah, it's true. GWS, bad. <laughs> West, West Coast, Coast bad. bad. Perth, you just need to like uh, maybe nuke take yourselves. A, take a couple of years off football. Just, just fl- have one team just for a bit. For a little bit. Just float out to the ocean <laughs> yeah. for three or four years. Find Come yourself. back when you're yeah. ready. Yeah. Western Bulldogs, so bad. I. What's going on? This is the first time that I think an AFLW club has been in desperate need of a rebuild or are rebuilding. This has vibes of the men's I don't West think Coast that's Eagles. true. Geelong did a mini rebuild two years in where we sacked our coach after having a one-win season. Yeah. Well, that's that feels like a reset rather than a rebuild where you've been like, hmm, we fucked up our uh, original signings. No, no. It was more the fact that uh, the conferences fucked us and because we played finals, we then were like, oh, these guys finished high. And we didn't. Oh, that's right. So they're like, here, have draft pick fucking 12 or yeah, something. Yeah, have draft like, pick 27 and here's an expansion team. Um, and also you played final, so your draw's harder. Yeah. That's uh, that's unlucky for you. But you made finals. Did we, Joel? <laughs> Tom, you did on paper. <laughs> Were you at finals, though? Hard to say. No, don't think we All evidence- the goal. <laughs> All evidence points to know you weren't at finals. <laughs> um, Next week is going to be... Juicy. Well, it's look. I know we don't usually go through the next ro- uh, the next week's uh, fixture, but there's some pretty wild games. All right, sprinkle some sauce on me because this podcast has been going for ten years. Okay, Adelaide is taking on Western Bulldogs, which is funny. First place last. We've got Brisbane. Oh, the Q Clash. That's next week. Yep. Richmond. That, ta- the Q Clash is suddenly premium viewing. There's going to be a. So- is that a Metricon? Sorry, Heritage, Heritage Bank. Yes. Which is Metricon. Yes. Yeah, but Metricon went broke. Uh, so that'll be massive. Um, Richmond are taking on Essendon, which is also- That a, is huge. But then also like Carlton and Collingwood is next That week is as also well. huge. And then we've got some shit games that are going to be massacres. Kangaroos take on Port and Melbourne are taking on West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. That's How good's 40? Real good. Um. I guess we said we are going to talk about fantasy, but all you need to know is I'm in the top four of every competition. Yeah, I, my phone's on the charger and that app is bad and I refuse to use it. Uh, Kados, you were undefeated and then you came across me. Now you've got one loss. To you or to somebody else? To me. Oh, I'd be weird if he came across you but had lost to someone else. No, so it was he was five and zip. Now he's five and one. Yum, 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 yum. Anyway. Uh, yeah, get in touch with us. F- find us on emails at haggisfooty at gmail.com. <laughs> or, or don't unfollow us on Twitter. Go to Instagram. Instagram, Pod. We're posting stuff. We are posting stuff. We're going to post a photo uh, with uh, consent of Tracy and Michael Voss. Yeah. Friend of the show, Tracy. Met uh, Sean's dad. Got a photo with him. Huge. Sent us a confusing message accompanying the photo saying, this is for you, Sean. Michael Voss says you needed it or something like that. Yeah. Unsure if she meant hug because she said she hugged Michael Voss. Yes. Unsure if she meant the photo of Tracy and Michael Voss. Sean, baffled. Tracy, we, clarify. We, we showed to Sean. He did enjoy it. Hopefully it gave him some solace in his trying time. And if you're playing Fortnite and you come across Sean, just take just take the bullet. Take the bullet. Just take. Just the let him. Let him. He needs a win. Khan dog. Khan dog fifty five. I don't know. I think it's Khan dog. Mm. I know it's that. 
Also, if you're playing Fortnite, you come across awkward trade. Watch out! I will shoot you in the head. <laughs> no, you'll shoot them in the legs. I will shoot them in the legs. I am so good at winning in the most chaotic possible way. It makes me sick, man. Not quite as sick as the length of this podcast would have made Sean. Nah. Anyway, you can find us individually. Oh, my God. I'm just seeing the time. <laughs> it's can, midnight. You can find us individually. Uh, look, X and Instagram. My handle is douche13, D-U-S-C-H-1-3. Tom, you're awkward treed That's on correct. both of them. Uh, Sean Carney is Carney from 55. Yeah. I'm worried that's going to get changed. Uh, no, I don't think it ever will because you can't take that away from him. That's true. You can't take away that from him. But mm. it was... In a Brisbane Collingwood Grand Final, I'm but worried that when he looks at it, it might make him sad. No, I don't think it will. Mm. He did delete all social media. Because what will happen is he'll look at that game and he'll remember that Nathan Buckley has never won a Grand Final. Yeah, that is good. It makes me feel better about not winning a final for sure twenty does. years. Go Cats, be better. Go Bombers, be the same except last week where you were bad. Don't be like that again. Be like you were this week. I love you, Bombers. Go well, Footy. Go Footy. Go footy.